Life is precious, and we all have the opportunity of living it to the fullest. Unfortunately, so few of us know how to manage it all. How do we account for our opportunities? How do we account for our time? How do we account for our relationships, health, spirituality, homes, finances, influence, and careers? How do we account for the one life we have to live? I am so glad you asked. In this program, you will find answers to all of these questions and more. Welcome to the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of the Account for Your Life podcast. Jay Moore, the healthy accountant, helping you to account for your life. And today on the Account for Your Life podcast, here's what we're talking about. The greatest of these is, fill in the blank, the greatest of these is fill in the blank. Now, we're going to look at that scripture. If you know where that scripture is found, we're going to look at that because that's going to help us to understand the um, the uh, the context of that particular um, verse. But we're going to also look at some a couple other verses in scripture that's going to help us to really um, prepare for this week. What's happening, Deanna? How are you? So I was going back through a series of podcasts that I did um, actually back in January, I've, I've actually replayed them. I've actually replayed them um, over the past few weeks. And it's the Breakthrough Now series. And for some reason, Holy Spirit said, go back and go back and re-listen. Now, I've listened to them, you know, once before, but let's go back and listen to them again. But actually go back, <laughs> go back as a student. So I've gone back. I've been I haven't finished yet, but I've gone back and I'm looking at this and I'm and I'm and, and I'm like retaking notes on the information that I've already put out. And I, I brought my wife along with me, Jenny, and she's also doing it with me. And it's interesting because one of the questions that we had to face is really, are we willing to let go of the past? Am I willing to let go of the past for the future? And that's really the context of the greatest of these is love, right? But are we willing to let go of the past? Is the, is the future compelling enough that can we love it enough? Can we love the future enough that, that it doesn't matter what happened in the past? We ain't taking it with us. We're going to go forward now. Um, but also found some scripture that really helps the context of where it is that we'd really like to go. If you have a compelling future in front of you, if you're thinking about, man, something great is, great is happening in my life, check out Proverbs 16, 1 and 3. In Proverbs 16, 1, it says, the preparations of the heart in man and the answer of the tongue cometh from the Lord. What does that mean? So it means that, okay, we've got a compelling future in front of us. All right, but you're going to prepare for it. You've got to prepare because if you don't prepare, there could be no answer. If I don't prepare, there can't be an answer. So I'm going back. I'm listening to Breakthrough Now, right? I know what I'd like to have in my breakthrough. I know this is in me. But he's like, well, you holding on to the past, bro. If you if you go ahead and prepare as if prepare as if you've gotten it already. Come on, can I get a witness? Anybody here ever had to prepare as if you had received it already? Come on, think about it. That gets a little interesting, right? But then in Proverbs 16, 3, what does it say? Commit your plans to the Lord and he will establish your thoughts and he will establish your plans. Commit it. So if we have a compelling future, like the greatest, in that last statement in 1 Corinthians 13, in verse 13, it says, and now abideth faith, hope, love, 
these three, but the greatest is love. But let's think about that process. Faith, hope, and love. That's almost, that's that's really a, a process that, yes, you're going to move in expectation. Faith is, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that's going to happen. Oh, I know that that's what I believe. I know that's what I know. And, with, and, and so with faith, we're going to move. We're going to move even though we, even though, even though all we see is in our invisible eyes, all we can see is in our invisible eye. But in hope, let's think about, let's think about what hope really is. What is hope? Brings me to a life story of um, Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela went to jail for 27 years. Now he had faith when he went in. He did because he had something that he could stand on. He was standing on his faith. But when he got in jail, see, he then had to hope for a time when he'd get out. He then had to hope for a time when something amazing would happen in his life, but he didn't quite know hope. See, hope is hope is a different level. Hope is one of these things where it's, it's almost like, ooh, man, it's really going to happen. See, faith is faith is the first step. But then hope is seeing it all the way through. All right. But then love is one of those things that like it, it trumps everything because if with the love, with the love, we can we can stand on our knowing. We can we can hope and say, you know what, even if it doesn't happen, I'm still going, right? And even if it even if it doesn't happen, I'm going. But then love says, you know what? The future is so bright that I'm willing to, I'm I'm willing to give up everything for the future. You know, we're living in 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 an extraordinary time. And this extraordinary time that we're living in, where we have, you know, fast moving things, we, we have fast moving technology, we have fast moving ideas, you know, you can do everything super fast. We're living in a time where it's moving so fast that I don't, I, I don't even know that all of us can even, like, we may not even realize the times we're living in. But if you were to go back in your life, go all the way back to the beginning. I can go back to 19. I can't go to 71 because 71, I, I can't remember anything. But I can probably go back to about 76, 75. Everything was so, you know, the you know, the faith I had was was the little child. It, it was the little boy who who I and I remember I had a birthday. And you know, this birthday, this is as far back as I can get. This birthday, I might have turned four or five. And that particular day, I got sick. Come on now, on your birthday, you get sick. I get sick. on, But on that day, my mom bought me one of the greatest presents I could ever get, which was the big wheel. You ever heard of the big wheel? I got a big wheel for my birthday. But here's the thing. I could not write it that day. I was not feeling well. All the kids that came to our home that day rode my big wheel. And but it was the faith. It was the knowing that it doesn't, it didn't matter. I just knew that the future was bright. I just knew that I can hope for the best, even though we were living in, we were living in a time where we were, we were so poor. I would have never known it. I just thought life was, life looked good. I didn't step into love for many years. Like we're going to close in a couple minutes, so don't leave. I didn't step into love for many years. A whole generation had passed. 
40 years had come through my life. But it wasn't until one, I couldn't step into love until love showed up. Has love showed up in your life to save your life, to give you new hope, to give you a future, to give you an idea, to give you a way that 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 will not just help you, but help your family and the family of others? See, when love shows up in your life, love presents to us a compelling future. It presents it to us in such a way that, wow, if I could just let go of what I used to have faith in, if I could just let go of all those other hopes that's in that's behind me. But now I take a hold of this love that the one, the God who we serve says, you know what? If you, if you were to accept this love, if you could accept what it is that I'm showing you, then you'll embody, you'll embody something that's great. You'll embody this, you know, this, you know, this, this gift that I placed in you. And here's the stipulation. You must prepare, right? Many of us have been preparing for such a time as this, and it's time. It is, it's time to move. Prepare and move. Now it's commit all the way, commit all of the plan. Like this is why I'm going back through my podcast because, because God is God has placed his, his spirit within me. And because that spirit is within me, I know that I've taken it for granted. Like I've taken what he's given me for granted because it's in me. So over these next few days, over these next few weeks, over these next few months and potentially years, we're going to use this thing, this, this greatest attribute that we've been given to move into our compelling future. You ready? Let's go. So let's take this love. Let's take this love, right? Love is the greatest of all. We must prepare, right? We must allow the answer to come and we must commit our plans to him so that he can establish everything that is in our life. So guys, I appreciate you for joining me for this episode of the Account for Life podcast. Look, share this broadcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and look, use love as your mechanism to move to your compelling future. God bless you guys, and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. We are so glad you invested this time with us. Always remember, you only have one life to live, so live it to the fullest. This has been the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. Until next time, make it a great day.